Hello, good evening everyone and thanks for the invite again to do the Friday night devotional here at Vision Church. I want to um, look tonight at the title of um, Forgiveness with Jehovah and I want to look at um, Psalm, Psalm 130 and it reads this. Out of the depths have I cried unto thee, O Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let thine ears be attentive to the voice of my supplications. If thou, Lord, shouldest mark iniquities, O Lord, who shall stand? But there is forgiveness with thee, and thou mayest be feared. And I wait for the Lord. My soul doth wait, and in his Word do I hope, my soul waiteth for the Lord, more than they that watch for the, the morning, I say, more than they that watch for the morning. And let Israel hope in the Lord, for with the Lord there is mercy, and with him is plenteous redemption, and he shall redeem Israel with all his iniquities. Let's open up in prayer. Father, we just come before you tonight. We just thank you just for being here in the warmth of this cold weather. We just ask you, Lord, just to come and help us have some fellowship and have a time of round your word with this devotional tonight from Psalm 130. Lord, help us through your Holy Spirit just to just to help us and take some of these points and take these points home with us tonight. And we just ask you, Lord, be with us in Jesus' name. Amen. So Psalm 120. We come to this book where it is part of a book of Psalms called the Pilgrims and it's from Psalms 120 to Psalm 134 that were sung as part of the worship where the Jewish people would chant as they travelled up to Jerusalem and they would take this journey three times a year where they would take the part of the the festivals of Tabernacles, Passover and Pentecost. And you can read these things in Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 16. But four of these 15 books were written by David, one by Solomon, David's son Solomon. It is uncertain who wrote the rest of these chapters. And this chapter here, some think it was Hezekiah, that might have written this book. So this psalm, this Psalm 130, is one of my kind of favourite worship songs um, that I sung in the days that I visited my granddad's church in Garbost Free Church up in the Isle of Lewis. I'm not sure if I can call it a favourite worship song, but it was a testing psalm. But... I used to love the tune called The Base of Harris and the other one called Matterdom. 
and that's what this psalm was sung to. But the worship song that it it was one that really broke me. It broke as I would come before the Lord. It was like the the psalmist who was lamenting of deep brokenness as he seeks deliverance, forgiveness, and the presence of God, and that his nation Israel would be redeemed. And we can read other types of this psalm called the penitential psalms in chapter 6, 30, chapter 32, chapter 38, 51, 102, and Psalm 130, and this one, Psalm 130, and chapter 143. So let's look at four humble requests from the psalmist. The psalmist seeks deliverance in verses 1 and 2. If you go back down and look at um, these first two verses, it reads here, Out of the depths have I cried to you, O Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to the voice of my supplications. You will notice in these verses and the whole chapter that the Lord is mentioned a few times. You will notice that in your Bible that the Lord is in all capitals and and this is the, the personal name of God. In Hebrew it is Jehovah and the English name is Jehovah and it's used over 6,500 6, times in Old Testament scripture. And if you can see in Exodus Seeing your own time in Exodus chapter 6 verse 3 And I appeared unto Abraham, unto Isaac and unto Jacob By the name of God Almighty But my name Jehovah is Was I not known to them This is the only one Jehovah And that is our God The Lord in capitals in verse 3 is either Yah or Jah and it's short for uh, Jehovah and it can be found in the poetical kind of parts of scripture and it's mostly used in the book of Psalms. In Psalm 68 verse 4 it especially is used in the word Jah or Yah and it reads in Psalm 68 verse 4 sing unto, the, sing unto God, sing praises to his name Extol him that rides upon the heavens and his name Jah and rejoice before him. You have heard the song Hallelujah and maybe Abby Hewitt here a vision leads the, the singing of this song. But that song Hallelujah, what a saviour is a powerful song. If you notice the word Hallelujah it's split into Two, you get hallelujah, which means praise, and Jah, meaning Jehovah, and you are praising the Lord. And you will notice the Lord again, just in the lower cases, but with the with the capital L, and in the Hebrew is the name Adonai. The name of the Lord means sovereign, master, owner, or Lord, or the one that oversees me. 
So the psalmist's supplications are deep. He is a broken man. And he has come to his knees pleading, begging as he cries to the Lord. And he is saying, Lord being Yeshua. And goes, Lord Adonai, hear my voice. I beg you to, to, that your ears may be pricked to the supplications of my prayers. He is getting personal with God and he is seeking forgiveness. And all of us as Christians will have to come a time in our lives when we are all overwhelmed by sin and it causes us to despair. And it is in that that we are fallen into sin and that we come to that place of self-pity and you go, oh, woe is me. And that has set in. But instantly, when you go to that place in sin, instead of self-pity, get before God and confess your sin and get right with God and restore your relationship with him as we come to our second point where the psalmist seeks God's forgiveness. The verse from the pilgrim psalmist shares a fascinating insight for us, for us believers, where we are seeking the forgiven mercy of the Lord in verse 4. And in verse 6 it shows that the pilgrim longing, waiting to be in the presence of the Lord Verse 3 and verse 4, it goes like this. If you, if you, Lord, should mark iniquities, O Lord, who shall stand? But there is forgiveness with thee, that thou mayest be feared. And shouldest mark, or it kind of means to take, take a strict account of iniquities. And the word iniquities in 3, and also, if you look down in verse 8, it's the word called Avon in the Hebrew. In the Hebrew, and it is about, it's, it is about sin, but it is a, it's, it's not about in, in, uh, individual sinful act, but, but it is an act that is, it is worse. It's when, it's when a person is um, committing a kind of prolonged sinful in his ways. It's your willful tested moral character or it is your conscience where your heart has been perverted or is crooked into doing depraved things towards God. And how can I illustrate this? It's like him when David lusted after Bathsheba and this gave birth to his iniquity. It increased with his actions by committing adultery and then his iniquity grew higher to have Bathsheba's husband Uriah murdered. Then David perverted his perverted ways of adultery and murder increased in iniquity but there was forgiveness for David through his prayer in Psalm 51 when he repented after being confronted by the prophet Nathan in 2 Samuel 
12, and also the writer of this book, and for us there is forgiveness if we, if we repent. And if God marked our sins, kept a record of them, with, which would build a wall between us and God, it couldn't, we couldn't have a relationship with God. But in verse 4, but there is forgiveness with thee. Our God is a God who forgives. And when you have done the crooked and done depraved things, but also it makes us fear him. Do you fear God? Do you have a reverence for him to stop you going back to the depths of despair? Thirdly, let's look at verses 5 and 6 where, we, where the psalmist seeks the presence, God's presence. The psalmist is waiting for the Lord after being forgiven and restored. He is waiting to seek the presence of God and the assurance of his word. It is like coming to church where you are in the presence of like-minded believers who pray, worship and hear God's word being preached. Just like last week, being at Vision Church here with my family, it was great to be in the presence of fellow believers, and we were relaxed in a time of fellowship. But the psalmist was waiting for the Lord. As we read in verses 5 and 6, I wait for the Lord. My soul doth wait, and in his word do I hope. My soul waiteth for the Lord more than, more than they that watch for the morning. I say, more than they that watch in the morning. He repeats here three times he is waiting. Twice he says, they that watch for the morning. Who are they that watch for the morning? It could be shepherds that care for the, the kind of sacrificial animals if they are travelling long distances to Jerusalem from the villages of, of Judah, Judea and Samaria. Do you spend times with God? Sometimes we draw close to him after we have sins, sinned and in the depths of despair. Because when we sin, a relationship with God, with God is gone. It's quiet until we confess our sins to him. At times when coming out of sin and from the, the depths of despair after repentance, there is a, still a kind of a dark kind of cloud that sits above us and your heart is still dull with a sense of failure. And this is when we need to come before God. Just you and him with no distraction in a place of quiet with your Bible open and open in prayer. Lord, I know I have sinned. I know I have you have forgiven me. Fill me again with your Holy Spirit because I don't ever want to go back to the depths of despair again. And lastly, the, the psalmist seeks God's redemption for Israel in verse 7 and 8. 
The psalmist is on fire. He has, he is fresh and revived from the clutches of sinful despair. And he has been travelling up the mountain towards Jerusalem and he is singing, Let Israel hope in the Lord, for with the Lord there is mercy and with him plenty of redemption and he shall redeem Israel from all his iniquities. He is saying that to the nation Israel to put hope in the Lord because the Lord, in the Lord there is mercy and if they turn from its sin. But Israel have always been a rebellious people towards God and were punished through slavery, wanderings, captivity and also being scattered. But in our times, there is still no temple, no sacrificial system. There's no biblical, true biblical kind of worship for the Jewish people. But in the future, there will be a remnant, as Romans 11 verse 26 says, And so all Israel shall be saved, as it is written, There shall come out of Zion a deliverer who shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. God is going to grant repentance as God will redeem from Israel all its iniquities in the future. And that's just as we finish this look at our point closely at these last two verses and just look back at verse 5 and it ends with and in his word do I hope. And here in verse 7 it says, Let Israel hope in the Lord. Hope. This must be one of the most wonderful four-letter words that we have in the English language when we apply it to our life in Christ. And what does that word mean to you such a small word and but such powerful meaning without it we'd be lost eternally separated from God and how could we endure life suffering and trials without the knowledge that that hope we have in Jesus Christ our Lord and Saviour what joy and confidence do we experience knowing that we have a, a wonderful blessed Saviour who through the atoning blood has delivered us, who has saved us from the coming judgment and wrath of God. Christ will come again. We can confidently hope and expect that day as promised throughout scripture, but we don't need to fear the coming judgment because he paid the price already at Calvary. And as you leave here tonight, think of these points. Think about your relationship with God and how you lived before him. Think how he delivered you and forgave you and the amazing times you have in his presence. And most importantly, do you have that hope in Jesus Christ and your Lord and Saviour and the assurance 
that you have been delivered from the coming wrath of God. In him and him alone you can know peace and joy in your life regardless of eternal circumstances. And if you don't know Jesus and are backslidden, don't leave here without getting to getting right before God. Speak to the elders here at church tonight or the leaders here tonight and they will guide you through scripture and pray with you. So I just thank you for listening to me. And you can hear Roderick, yes. <laughs> so, so hopefully see you again sometime. So thanks for listening and watching. I'll just finish in prayer. Father, we just thank you for your word tonight and just, just thank you just for the opportunity just to share your word from the Psalms. And just, Lord, just continue and bless the meeting here on Friday, here this Friday night and just bless them and just encourage them and know your presence. Lord Jesus, we love you and we need you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.